I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players, and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. All right, now I want to circle back to the, uh, what do we have here? The Hart Trophy race, guys. Oh, we'll start with the Rookie of the Year. Um, it, it, it's not what we would, would have guessed. You know, in the beginning of the year, we have Nico and Nolan going one and two. Everyone's high on them. Look who's right there now. Matthew Barzell and uh, Brock Besser uh, leading in the goal-scoring race. Who do we think is going to come away with this here? I, I had, um, Jesus, I forget his name every single time out in uh, Arizona. Oh, Clayton Keller. Yeah, I had him as, as my, my lead for rookie of the year. And then, you know, Arizona's won 10 games this season and things are not going so well. Um, Brock, how do you say, Bo- Bozer? Be- Besser. Like B-E-S-S-E-R almost. No, I'm never going to get that one. <laughs> <laughs> we practiced in the car, too. We did. Oh, well. Uh, How do you guys say roster? Roster. Like a normal roster. human. Yeah. Raster. Roster. Never. That's how we were told. That's how I was told to say it on uh, Twitter this week. I got to say raster. Raster. <laughs> yeah. All right, oh, go geez. on. That was just the thing. I don't know what we're talking about. No, I, I, I think I had Keller, too. And he's been good. Like he, It's not that he's been bad. Yeah. It's just that... Like, Barzell and Besser have really been, like, head and shoulders above everyone else from a scoring standpoint. And they've done it, you know, kind of opposite ways. Barzell's been more of a, a playmaker setup guy, and Besser's been this, like, pure sniper. This is this ridiculous shot. I, always, I, I have like, Barzell on, on Jamie Benn's penalty box. Do you? I do. Um, and he he had a five-point game the other night. Yeah. Good Lord. Like, yes, like, Saturday. He, he had two goals, three assists. Like, the kid is a beast. I can't remember who I saw tweet it, but um, I saw... It might have been Elliot Friedman. I saw that Brock Besser, 22 goals this year. On those plays, the puck has been on his stick for 23 seconds. He is just straight sniping. Like, he is, he is the <laughs> definition of a catch-and-shoot player. Like, he is, he's got one of the best releases I've ever seen, I think. Well, there's our sniper, and he's in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> so if it comes down to those two guys, do you think they'll give it to the one that has more points or the one that has more goals? Um, I mean, I would vote for Barzell, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm biased because, number one, I've seen more of Barzell just because he's in the East and the Flyers have played the Islanders and – I've just watched more games. And number two, because I really, really like Barzell. Like, uh, he was in the same draft as Provorov. And he was, like, right, he was right up there with, with Provorov for me in terms of who I wanted the Flyers to take. It was basically like, if they go forward, I want Barzell. If they go defense, I want Provorov. And I'm certainly not disappointed with Provorov. But, like, I really, really like Barzell. And it took him a little bit longer than expected to make the NHL. But, like, now you're seeing this guy's just ridiculously good. So I, you I'm heard- for Barzell. You heard it here first, folks, exclusively on the BSH Radio Patreon. Charlie hates Ivan Provorov, loves (laughs) Matthew Barzell. Uh, I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with Charlie McAvoy uh, just because, like Charlie, I'm biased. I'm biased for defensemen. Uh, I always think rookie defensemen deserve it. 
uh, because it's just harder. It's a league that tries to make defense harder every single year, and the guys who stand out are, to me, uh, truly the absolute best players in the league. So they, I think they mentioned um, on the Puck Suit podcast that we went to see that there's like a voting block of you know northeastern sports writers that kind of gives Barzal a leg up because he's probably going to get more votes just because of where he plays than anybody else. Interesting. It's funny. I mean, because like Bill mentioned McAvoy, I would wonder if he would get some support from that block too, particularly considering how parochial Boston sports fans are. Like they only yeah. have eyes for their players. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that it would probably just be the Boston contingency though. Yeah, maybe. But, but Bill, I, I agree. McAvoy's been great. You know, McAvoy has been legitimately like a first-pair defenseman for Boston. And the only thing that does kind of give me pause with him is that he's done it, I believe, like mostly attached to the hip to Char. So I just don't know. Like, I mean, I'm sure he's good. I, he's absolutely good. But I wonder how much of it is like partially because he's with a stabilizing force who's a future Hall of Famer in charge. He has single-handedly revitalized Big Bird himself, Zdeno Chara, <laughs> back to being a number one defenseman because of McAvoy. That's what everyone used to call Chara when he was with the Kentucky Thoroughblades in the AHL. He was Big Bird. Well, the thing, the thing with Barzell, and I'm not ready to pick between the two of them. I think it will be one of the two, but I don't, I don't, I don't know which one yet. Yeah. Um, the thing with Barzell is that he's doing it essentially by himself because Tavares is on the top line. Barzell's not. Yeah, I guess. I mean, is he is Barzell with Bailey because Bailey's having the big break a year? Is Bailey with Tavares mostly? I believe Bailey I, is with Tavares. Okay. Yeah, I think Bailey's with Tavares. I don't actually know who Barzell's line mates are. A bunch of dirty Islanders. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, and then then let I me. Mean, he sure could easily jump back into it. Like it's not like Nico's having a bad year. He's he's kind yeah. of around the same spot that Keller is, and. You know, the Devils didn't look that good last night against the Flyers, but he sure looked good. And, you know, you You're could goddamn right see they him. didn't. Yeah. He sure let Couturier score on him and then did a sad dive into the boards. <laughs> which was, it was one Nolan of my favorite Patrick's, things that I've seen. Like, drama queen. It was Nolan Patrick's intangibles that inspired the Flyers to beat Heesher's Devils. I'm telling you. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Right? Uh, His intangibles from the bench. Goldborn should be the rookie of the year. Oh, he's God, help me. He's, uh, he's undefeated since his call-up. Oh, save right, it for so... tomorrow. <laughs> no, actually, don't save it for tomorrow. I won't show I, up. <laughs> I don't think we're going to talk much about Goldborn tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> just, have a, just have a hunch. Uh, so the Hart Trophy race... I mean, to me, it's Kusharov, but he does have Stamkos, who's right there with him. When you look at Nathan McKinnon's numbers, like, I don't know, it just feels like he's doing more with less, even though you think of Colorado and you go, they've been worse than their talent for the last couple of years. They're bouncing back a little this year, even though they don't have Duchesne. They still have some good players there. I don't, what do you think? What do you think for the MVP this year? So this Matt is what Duchesne should win just for having to deal with all that bullshit. <laughs> This is one of those awards that bothers me because I feel like it mostly goes to the guy that has the most points. And that, in my opinion, is not a very good judge of what's the most valuable player to his team. Like, Kucherov is obviously an insanely good hockey player, but he's on a very stacked team. Yeah. And if you take Kucherov off of that team, is Tampa worse? Sure. Are they markedly worse? I would say no, probably not. They're probably still a very good hockey team. Yeah, they might uh, not that, be. I think that they're markedly, markedly worse. 
I don't think they're the class of the East without him, but I definitely still believe they're in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. But it's but, still a pretty big drop-off. Oh, but, like, yes. just to I be, mean, like, a total homer here, if you took Claude Giroux off of this year's Flyers, we're a fucking basement team. Like, oh, without yeah, you're, question. You're looking at another, like, top six pick without Claude Giroux. Yeah, well, I think if you took Kucherov off the Lightning, they are the Flyers. No. Who's our Stamkos? Giroux. Not really. I wish, but not all the way. We don't have goaltending as good as theirs. We don't have a defensive core as good as theirs, I don't think. Kucherov is, like, one of the top three players in the league. Oh, I know. But I'm saying he's on a very good hockey team. So I'm just talking about, if we're talking about who is the most valuable person on his team, which is what this award is supposed to be for, not scoring, I just don't think that if we're evaluating who's the most important, I don't think Kucherov is the most important player on his team out of the people who you would think could be the most valuable player on his team see i don't know because like i mean i get you i get your argument about how like points like it's it shouldn't just automatically go to the person with the like the most points however like i feel like that's more towards you know it doesn't always have to be a forward like i would be fine with giving it to a defenseman or a goalie over kucherov but I do believe that points are pretty strongly correlated with value added as a forward. Like, I would feel weird giving it to anyone, any other forward aside from Kucherov because of just how damn good Kucherov has been. Like, the the one interesting thing, though, that, that did come up in Tampa Bay's locker room, because they, people down there asked, like, the players in Tampa's locker room, like, do you think Kucherov deserves the MVP? And a number of the players, and, like, they all love Kucherov, obviously, but a number of the players, I think, like, including Kucherov, said, you know, well, I think our MVP is Vasilevsky. So... Like you had some, you had some, you know, some writers basically saying, "Well, can we really vote for Kucherov when his own teammates think the goalie's the MVP?" Hmm. That's interesting. That's super interesting. I'm, I'm looking at something. That is really interesting. I would say, if like I think you need to look at someone out in Vegas. Um, if if we're looking at most valuable. Um, I feel and, like that team's success though has been like mostly by committee. Like I don't know if there's one guy out there that's. Yeah, I mean really? March so has been really good, but I agree they're they're more of a committee team. Just I think that they had to be because that was that's how they're winning. They they have like th- four second lines or maybe like three second lines, and then whatever line Belmar's on is actually a fourth line. I just yeah, uh... I mean, the the thought the thought process was was well, what about a goalie? What about Flurry? But they had so many goalies rotate yeah. through yeah. that. The that thing about the the thing about. The thing about the Hart Trophy that's always driven me nuts, uh, you guys were saying, is to me the best defenseman in the of like is he is the MVP. It's just it's yeah. the hardest, uh, and it drives me nuts because since the '40s, a defenseman has been awarded the MVP four times. Three what? of them were to, three. Yeah, there have been twelve ever given to a defenseman. Four since the 1940s. Three of them went to some guy named Bobby Orr, and Chris Pronger won another one in 99-2000. That's Those bonds. Those are the only defensemen who've ever won MVPs, and that blows my mind. Like, to me, it goes without saying, last year, Eric Carlson's the MVP. Like, oh, look at that God, fucking seriously. team. Well, like, I mean, McDavid was really, yes, really McDavid good. Yes, McDavid was really good. I- I'm not disputing that at all, but come on. I mean, that that kind of just really fuels my whole they're not evaluating this award properly fire because there's just no way 
that in the last 70 years, they haven't found a defenseman who's been the most valuable player in the league. Yeah, and, and, and Carlson last year had, you know, as good of a case as any defenseman you could ever see because, you know, he, like, that team was bad. He was that entire team, and he played so much that he masked a ton of flaws that are popping up this year. But, you know, it's funny you mentioned, Bill, you mentioned the idea of, like, well, I'd always give it to a defenseman. Like, I think you can make a case that the MVP really every year should be the best goalie because the goalie position, like, there's no position aside from goalie where, like, one guy can consistently be the only reason you win games. So, like, you can make a case that every year the most valuable player in terms of, like, value added directly towards creating wins should be the best goalie. Like, maybe maybe we should just call the the heart, like, the most valuable skater award. I don't know. Yeah. That's the, the – with the Vezina and with the Norris, it's like we have these specific awards for position, and then there's the Selkie for defensive forwards – and, yeah, there's, like, scoring awards and shit, but the actual trophies, like, they just feel like they need to give it the high scores, which I get, but, I, you know, it just... Goalie, to me, is a little different just because what is the best goalie play? 65 games? I would have trouble giving the MVP to a skater who only played 65 games. Mm, that's fair. Granted, he's he plays the entire game. Yeah, he so plays that's 60 little, minutes, so he's got yeah, more minutes than He skaters. plays 60 minutes every time, but, like... I, I don't know. It's a little different for me. But, yeah, I mean, Carey Price has, has an argument for MVP every single year because his team except is— this you, except, <laughs> yeah, yeah. except this year. Historically, yeah, Carey Price has an argument for MVP every year, and he just— Can I go on a fantasy hockey tangent for, like, 20 seconds? Go for it, Stephanie. So I didn't know about one of the drafts until, like, it had already started, and I had the number—I think it was, like, the number five— pick and they auto drafted Carey Price for me and I'm livid that it took a goalie with the number five yeah. pick like that's it, it enrages that's, me that's not, that's not the Steph Driver style of ho- fantasy hockeying no I pick up I pick up goalies last like I don't gotcha. give a fuck who my goalie in is. the robots defense Carey Price was really really good last season yeah, but still don't take goalie with number five. I hear it's, it's a philosophical difference. That's, I that's understand. What we're with here. So, a, it is a philosophical difference. <laughs> so, I don't know why so, I felt so, the so, need to defend the robot's logic, but I did, and I shouldn't have. And I'm really mad about it. <laughs> so to because go back to the by whole the time, uh, it's a huge-ass league, too. So by the time that my turn rolled around next, like, I couldn't get any good players. Um, but to go back to the whole, like, this podcast always goes back to the Flyers, like, Claude Giroux second in the league in scoring. Jake Voracek is third. Like, what do what, what would a Flyers player have to do to be serious and considered for the heart? Like, I assume the Flyers have to make the playoffs. Yeah. But yeah. then there's the point of you know, like, let's say Giroux finishes with ninety plus points. Like, he's been he will have had an awesome year, but. Would, like, Sean Couturier really have been the team's MVP? Like, probably could make a case for it. He won't score as many points. But, I don't know, it just it, it makes the idea of a flyer being in the MVP race harder because everybody who watches the team knows how important Couturier is to this whole thing. And I don't think he so would that, ever I be was, in there. I was just looking at uh, Hart, um, where Giroux has finished in Hart Trophy voting in prior years. And we always talk about that 93-point season when he was with Hartnell and Yager. He actually finished fourth that year. I was I was positive he was in the top three. Uh, he had a top three finish 
when was this? Two years later, 13-14, when he had 86 points. So it does seem like he would have to do a whole lot. Giroux, except for, you know, the two years where he had truly down years, has been an upper echelon player, and I feel like he never has really garnered the respect maybe he deserves just based purely on numbers. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like he has um, been for his entire career extremely underrated by hockey media in general, as well as fans outside of Philadelphia. And to be fair, fans in Philadelphia have underrated oh, well. the fuck out of him for sure. Sure, I'm absolutely. not sure. I mean, he just... Like, he never we makes Team Canada. Kelly. Oh, that's true, yeah. I, yeah, I just... I feel like he would have to have some kind of, like, superhuman, over 100 point, drag the Flyers into the playoffs by their, like, asses in order for them to even consider voting him the MVP. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.